Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Numbers. Happy Friday, faithful listener. Thanks for tuning in to the Bible Explained podcast. And hi, my name is Jen. I am the host here. So I hope you guys have your cups of coffee handy or your cup of tea for you crazy tea drinkers out there. I still don't like tea. (laughs) Don't think I ever will. Sometimes I enjoy if I'm like sick or something. Sometimes I will enjoy and actually enjoy it a cup of like the the ginger tea with some lemon in it. I do enjoy that on occasion. But otherwise, if I'm drinking tea, I'm not really enjoying it. I'm kind of just like, "Eh, this is not very good. (laughs) I could be drinking something else. But coffee, I do actually enjoy a good cup of coffee. So make sure to grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea, if tea is more of your cup of tea. (laughs) And let's go ahead and read Numbers chapter 9, verses 1 through 14. We're going to be talking about the Passover today. So grab your Bible. I'll be reading out of the WEB this morning. Yahweh spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the children of Israel keep the Passover in its appointed season. On the fourteenth day of this month, at evening, you shall keep it in its appointed season. You shall keep it according to all of its statutes and according to all of its ordinances. Moses told the children of Israel that they should keep the Passover. They kept the Passover in the first month on the 14th day of the month at evening in the wilderness of Sinai. According to all that Yahweh commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did. There were certain men who were unclean because of a dead body of a man, so that they could not keep the Passover on that day. And they came before Moses and Aaron on that day. Those men said to him, We are unclean because of a dead body of a man. Why are we kept back that we may not offer the offering of Yahweh in its appointed season among the children of Israel? Moses answered them, Wait, that I may hear what Yahweh will command concerning you. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the children of Israel, If any man of you or of your generations is unclean by reason of a dead body, or is on a journey far away, he shall still keep the Passover to Yahweh. In the second month, on the fourteenth day at the evening, they shall keep it. They shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall leave none of it until the morning, nor break a bone of it. According to all of the statute of the Passover, they shall keep it. But the man who is clean and is not on a journey and fails to keep the Passover, that soul shall be cut off from his people, because he didn't offer the offering of Yahweh in its appointed season. That man shall bear his sin." If a foreigner lives among you and desires to keep the Passover to Yahweh, then he shall do so according to the statute of the Passover and according to its ordinance. You shall have one statute, both for the foreigner and for him who is born in the land. So these are the Passover rules, and we talked about them back in Exodus chapter 12. Exodus was the second season of this podcast, and we talked about some of the rules that God put into place regarding the Passover back in Exodus chapter 12. This right here, Numbers chapter 9, is basically a repeat of Exodus 12. So if you're interested in learning more about that, you can go back to Exodus 12 or listen to that episode. And I can actually put a link to the episode in uh, the bio so that you can navigate over there or you can just flip to it in your Bible and, uh, and read it. But in Numbers 9, God is saying now that the people are supposed to keep 
the Passover even in the wilderness. This has been a full year since God brought his people out of Egypt. It says here, in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt. So this was one full year later after the people had been freed from Egypt. Passover is still celebrated to this day, and it's symbolic of judgment passing over and of freedom. So the uh, angel of death, back in Exodus, when we read this, the angel of death would pass over the Israelite people who had done God's uh, requirement and put the blood on the doorposts. When the angel of death saw the blood, he would pass by that house and strike the firstborn of the people who did not do this. And don't forget, Moses was talking to everybody. And a lot of the Egyptians actually listened to Moses and followed the instructions of Moses, but a lot of them didn't. And it was the people who didn't do the instructions of Moses that got somebody in their house, the firstborn, struck by the angel of death. So now the people are supposed to remember the day that they became free and that the angel of death passed over, the judgment passed over their houses. All of this has been fulfilled because of Jesus. So Jesus came down to earth, took the punishment on himself, took the judgment of us on himself and freed us from slavery, basically freed us from the slavery of our own sins. That is what scripture talks about is that we were, we're no longer slaves. We are now free in Jesus. So Passover has been totally fulfilled. And many people argue that Christians still should celebrate Passover. Some say they shouldn't. I'm on the fence on that one. I'm kind of just like, do whatever you want to (laughs) do. I I don't believe that we necessarily have to celebrate Passover, but I am not against a Christian wanting to celebrate Passover at all. I think it's fine. But when it comes to Passover back in numbers, God definitely wanted his people to do this. Now, I do have to apologize for. Kind of. I don't actually remember if I did this or not, but I feel like it's something I would have done. (laughs) If you go to Exodus 12, which is what Numbers 9 is mirroring, Exodus 12 actually has a verse that says, when you come into the land that I'm about to give you, continue to celebrate Passover. It's a possibility, and I didn't go back and listen to see if I did this or not, but it's a possibility that I told you guys back in Exodus 12 that God would only command the people to start celebrating Passover once they got into the land of Canaan. It's a possibility I said that. I don't remember if I did or not, but I just want to throw it out there that if if I did say that, that is incorrect. And that in Numbers chapter 9, it's been a full year since the people came out of Egypt and they are still in the desert, they are still in the wilderness, and God is commanding them to celebrate Passover. So it was supposed to happen all the time, not just when the people went into the land uh, that God was going to give them. So now God says in verse two, let the children of Israel keep the Passover in its appointed season on the 14th day of this month, the first month. At evening, you shall keep it in its appointed season and you shall keep it according to all of its statutes and according to all of its ordinances. So that once again is back in Exodus 12 that talks about that. And some of them were the fact that they had to eat the bitter herbs They had to eat all the meat very quickly and also leave none for the morning 
at all. They couldn't uh, save it for the next morning and they couldn't eat any yeast all throughout the week. It's kind of funny. We just talked about yeast yesterday in the New Testament episode about how yeast is symbolic of sin and how Jesus told his disciples to beware the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Beware that because um, that yeast spreads, you know, like a virus, it spreads. So yeast was symbolic of sin. So God tells his people to remove the yeast from their houses and to make sure not to eat it. So they weren't allowed to eat yeast for the entire week. So Moses tells the children of Israel to keep the Passover a year after they come out of Egypt, the first month, the 14th day of the month. So it says now that they kept the Passover according to all that Yahweh commanded Moses. So the children of Israel did. But there were a few men who were unclean because of a dead body of a man. So someone in their family had died or maybe a friend or something had died recently. And because of that, they became unclean. And we've talked about the concept of being unclean much, like a ton, on this podcast for sure. But I found something kind of interesting on Enduring Word. So Enduring Word says about this particular passage, it says that these outward external symbols of uncleanness were important and could not be ignored. These outward signs of uncleanness reminded Israel of their inward uncleanness. The concept of ritual impurity is so foreign to the modern thinking as to be nearly unintelligible to most readers. The best way to think of the notion of uncleanness is as a teaching device to remind the people of Israel of the holiness of God. So it was a teaching device. God often, uh, even Jesus, used stories and parables and actual things to teach people. Like he would, he would point to the birds and be like, look at the sparrows up in the sky. They don't, you know, store food in barns, but yet your God feeds them. And Jesus would use literal things to prove a point. And God often does this. And he did this with the people as well. One of the ways through that was showing them their outward uncleanliness mirrored their inward uncleanliness. Just as a dead body makes somebody become filthy on the outside, right? And you want to go in and wash your hands or wash your entire body because you touched something. God used that point to show people what the heart was like. So that's that's a really awesome way of describing it. And I really appreciate Enduring Word for uh, describing it that way. But these men were unclean because of a dead body. So because of that, they were not able to celebrate the Passover. So they got kind of mad. They were upset that they could not celebrate the Passover. They wanted to. So they come up to Moses and they are like, why can't we celebrate the Passover just because we're unclean right now? Why is like, this is not fair that we can't also do this. So Moses answered them. He's like, wait, so I can talk to God about this. So God listens to Moses and he talks to Moses about it. And so God says to Moses, he's like, okay, well, people who are unclean by a dead body or people who are traveling long distances don't have to celebrate Passover on the first month. Instead, they need to celebrate it in the second month. And the cool thing about this is that God was not getting mad at those people for, you know, burying their dead relatives or, you know, going on a trip. He was just saying, if those things happen, instead, 
celebrate Passover in the second month. This is just God being really nice to people, in my opinion. I remember I watched the movie, um, I think, what was it called? The Pianist? Something like that. It was like a Schindler's List kind of movie uh, where, you know, it showed about the World War II and stuff. And I will never forget this one scene. It is like burned into my memory and it made me so sad. And I can never watch that movie again because of this one scene. The Nazis went into the um, this house and demanded that all of them stand up for the Nazis. This old man who physically could not stand up and was in a wheelchair, the Nazis got angry at him and pushed him off of the ledge and like he fell to his death. Oh my gosh, I hate even remembering that scene. But that's what we think of when we think dictator. We think somebody who is just doesn't care about human beings, only cares about themselves. If they give you an order, you better figure out how to do that order or you're going to pay for it, even if you physically can't do that order. But here's God. And this is just proving that God is not a dictator at all. Because of a couple men who physically could not do the Passover, anybody that's like traveling long distances that physically can't celebrate the Passover, God makes exceptions for them. He's not angry like uh, the Nazis with that old man. He's not like that. He's not a dictator. Instead, he says, okay, well, since you can't do it right now, do it the next month. Celebrate it the next month. But he does say here, though, in verse 13, that if a person is in good health, if they haven't touched a, a, a dead body, and if they're not on a trip, that they need to celebrate the Passover. He says in verse 13, but the man who is clean and is not on a journey and fails to keep the Passover, that soul shall be cut off from his people because he didn't offer the offering of Yahweh in its appointed season. That man shall bear his sin. So it would be a sin not to celebrate the Passover, to just blatantly and rebelliously not celebrate the Passover, which is what this is talking about. And this applies even to the foreign person. It says, if a foreigner lives among you and desires to keep the Passover to Yahweh, then he shall do so according to the statute of the Passover. So the foreigners were included in all of this. That was the point of all of this. This wasn't just like a click of people that God chose and like that was going to be his people and no one else was allowed to like enter this click. Absolutely not. This was for the entire world. Anybody that wanted to keep these laws could keep them. There was no such thing as race in God's eyes. He didn't care about any of that. All he cared about was his people coming close to him. And Passover was a reminder of that. Passover was a reminder of God protecting his people and taking care of them and having the judgment pass over his people and freeing them from a life of slavery also. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to Numbers chapter 9, verses 1 through 14. And make sure to share the podcast on your social media platforms if you enjoy the podcast, because that is how the podcast is going to be found by more people. And also, if you want to go over to my website, www.p40ministries.com, and just subscribe to the email list, I will send out emails regarding news and different things throughout the year. So you can do that if you so choose. But friends and faithful listeners, just have a fantastic rest of your weekend. I hope you do. And I will see you bright and early Monday morning for another episode out of Numbers chapter nine. Until then, happy listening and God bless. Ooh.